Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas Podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Sarah Tilly, Lead Technical Writer at InfoBib. Welcome, Sarah, to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, and thank you for having me. I'm actually really excited and a bit nervous, but actually really happy to be uh, joining this podcast. No problem at all, Sarah. So let's try to get a little bit more comfortable for you. So just tell us, how did you initially got into documentation? What was your triggering point? And um, uh, yeah, just just explain a little bit more about yourself, please. Uh, okay, well, actually, I started uh, with marketing and then I slowly got into technical writing I actually got an opportunity to be a technical writer five years ago Uh, and I started as a technical writer in a software development firm and I managed uh, user documentation uh, for server monitoring and SharePoint administration tool and then after that I managed documentation and uh, technical content in a SaaS company uh, in travel industry. And at the same time, I also worked as a freelance uh, technical writer. And then after a few years, I landed this uh, job at InfoBip. So that's how I got started. It was actually uh, spontaneous, but um, yeah, it was it was fun. Fantastic, fantastic. So what's your documentation process at InfoBib and which teams do you normally involve in it? Um, Yeah, so basically the most important thing uh, that we have is our process. And it's always a good thing to have the process in place, especially because user documentation and documentation in general is such an integral part of software development. And we as technical writers are here to help product development and uh, in most firms, uh, technical writers or the documentation team, we create client-facing guides and user documentation. And we sit between product development on one side and uh, marketing on the other. And depending on the company and their needs, uh, technical writers work at multiple departments and teams. Uh, so in our case, uh, we work with uh, product development, meaning uh, we work with the product managers. We also work with the pre-sales team. Uh, So um, we work with client solution engineers um, and with uh, the marketing department. So that means the product marketing managers. And um, I think that technical writers have an important role to play as, you know, being technical writers as well as writing user-friendly documentation and having that process when you align with uh, product development and you align with their roadmaps and uh, their release management, I think to have that process well sorted out is the key. Mm -hmm. Super. So how do you manage your documentation workflow then? How do we manage it? Well, basically the most important thing, as I've said, is the process. So we know exactly uh, who writes uh, the documentation, when and how. Um, so um, 
basically it starts with us sitting down with subject matter experts and outlining the document. Uh, so, for example, if we know that we have a release that's going to come up, uh, we know uh, the exact date. And then we sit like two weeks or maybe even three weeks before that. And we sit with the product managers to discuss and to outline or at least to create a draft. And then the technical writers go in and we play with the product. We test it and we try using those steps that we made. We try to recreate a certain task. So if we can follow our own uh, steps, then, okay, we see our problem here and we need to patch that and we need to fix it. So the the thing is that we have enough time to play with new features before they go out. So we have enough time to make a guide. And uh, after that, the documentation is reviewed by our team. Then after that, it's always approved beforehand by the product manager. And then uh, later on, you have the proofreading uh, before we go online. And after release, uh, it's always a best practice to sit down with, uh, for example, a product manager or a developer team and discuss what we could have done better, maybe tweak the documentation a bit better. Uh, also, what I like to do is I like to consult our support team and ping them, for example, uh, if they notice any Zendesk uh, tickets, for example, for a specific feature or for a specific product and find out maybe if we can explain our guide a bit better or uh, shorten the steps or add something. And uh, yeah, the idea is that the documentation is a living organism. Um, and the goal is that the documentation should always be up to date as well as it should be uh, to the point and it should be quality, you know. Uh, so we try to tweak as many things as we go along and to ask as much feedback as we can. That's really good, Sarah. So especially I like the way you have a full end-to-end -end process and the uh, post-mortem of what went wrong and sitting with the, the support team. So um, there, there's lots of things you do. So what are the important factors you consider when creating documentation? Um, I think the key is to know who are you uh, writing for. Um, because if you don't know who you're writing for, if you don't know your target audience, uh, then you have a problem. Then it's really difficult to write anything if you don't know who will read it for example it's really difficult to write uh when you don't know like whether the documentation you write is read by your client or a visitor or a layman or a highly skilled or qualified tech person or maybe just a tech savvy marketing person so depending on uh, who you're writing for, you're either going to use uh, jargon or you're not. So for example, if I know that I'm writing for a tech-savvy marketing person, I may use the jargon, but I will also put in the brackets an explanation of what this term means. Or actually what we like to do is also um, link to our uh, glossary. So 
in our glossary, we have uh, a lot of terms explained in um, in layman's terms. Um, and also, depending on who you're writing for, like you will know how to structure your documentation in a more digestible way. So you um, can also tweak your tone of voice and your style, and as well as the length of a certain guide. And uh, also what I think uh, is important when creating a documentation is to research and to communicate and to rely on subject matter experts to give them, uh, to receive uh, feedback and to ask them questions and to actually be um, a bit of pain in the ass, if I may say. But the idea is to communicate and to learn and to research and to dig deep into what our product can do and what it does and how to explain that in a very digestible manner. Um, especially, I mean, I like to say that I digress, but um, I read a few years back that technical writers usually transferred um engineerish into plain language and i think that this is really important like on one side technical writers need to get what our product does and to really have a in-depth knowledge of what it can do and how does it work but also to uh, translate that into plain language so anyone can set up uh i don't know a service or a different product and it's also, I think, mm -hmm. I think it's important to uh, for technical writers to test and to tinker with the product and to play around. So I think that's also a learning curve, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So basically, you're doing all the hard work, but at the end of the day, you're trying to bring a, a good working document to your product. Yeah, but um, basically, I don't like to call it hard work. It is a lot of work, but it's not <laughs> hard because technical writers, in my opinion, are usually inquisitive and we're really curious. So I think that we like to learn new things and we like to find bugs and we like to test things and we like to figure out how things work. And I think that's like uh, half of the fun. True, true. So, um, so have you seen any kind of reduction in workload since introducing uh, such high quality documentation? Um, yes, I think. Uh, and again, I have to mention the processes. So if you have the processes aligned and in sync throughout the company, I think that you then have more time to spend on thinking how you can uh, structure different guides in a better way or how to manage your entire knowledge base a bit better. Uh, in technical writing, like as we all know, there's little actual writing. And I think it's more of a, a thing of research, learning and assembling uh, data. And as well as finding new ways of serving technical uh, data and guides to our clients. And so... Um, I think that quality documentation doesn't come naturally. It just takes time for um, all of us to figure out what works for our clients and what they find works best. And it's a process. And if you have a process, like when it comes to a roadmap and release management, and you have a process of how different teams work together to align with the company goals and to align with uh, marketing campaigns and all of that, I think that then 
the entire process for technical writers becomes easier because then we have more time to actually write and to think, okay, how can we make this better? How can we make our knowledge base bigger, better, more quality? And so in my opinion, I think the lack of processes generally leads to people uh, running all over the place uh, and not having enough time to actually focus on writing and focus on making a knowledge base better. Yeah, true. Very true. So how, how do you report on your documentation and who do you report to? Um, so... Uh, again, this depends on how different uh, firms have their processes set up. Um, it actually basically boils down to the fact like what do you want to do and uh, achieve and what do you want to measure? Like that way you can set up a sort of like a funnel like if someone lands on your homepage where do they want uh, where where do you want them to go what do you want them to do and if you have that set up i think that the goal should be to help users figure out how to use a product with ease and without having to ping the support team of course you then have new users or visitors who are actually just browsing your product. And and in that case, uh, we usually go with, okay, so the idea is to showcase our product uh, in a way that it's um, maybe easy to set it up. So if someone is new and comes uh, to see our product docs, okay, they will probably want to know how can I set up this product or a service in my environment. And then the idea is to see, okay, uh, you have a great docs uh, knowledge base. Okay, so this is not going to be a problem. I'm not going to have to ping the support team and ask all sorts of questions on how to get started, for example. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, I also think that it's really hard to measure technical writing actually to quantify it um, because the content is now your typical marketing uh, blog posts or and also what's important that for example people are all are more prone to giving negative feedback so you're going to see that on the metrics as well also so for example you have this amazing knowledge base and uh, you have a product that that it's really um, in, like the entire knowledge base is set up uh, to showcase how a different product is e- easy to use, right? And no one is going to give you credit for it. For example, a client isn't going to write you a special uh, report saying, oh, this is amazing. Uh, no, uh, they're usually going to use the guide and move on. Um, no one is, no one is going to come back and give you feedback unless you ask. So what we usually do is we ask our clients and we ping uh, the support team to ask, okay, so what are people having trouble with? Uh, what can we do better? And it's all about measuring all this feedback and getting a big picture of, of what we can change and what we can do better. And um, in our case, we report to the marketing team, but we also report to the product uh, development team. You know, um, So we have a lot of things that um, we work with. And depending on what we want to um, achieve, uh, we report to different teams because we need their help uh, to 
achieve our goals. Um, also, I think that tracking uh, metrics uh, in Google or uh, maybe even leads in Salesforce, like all of that comes um, to a bottom line where Okay, so you have this data. Let's see how we can make it better. But that data uh, isn't necessarily the main thing that you should look for, like numbers. Uh, there are um, they are an important part, but they are not the main thing that you should be measuring. Like you need to have the process and you need to have the funnel set up according to your needs and according to your goals. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. Um, so one thing I did not ask is um, the InfoBeb documentation. Is it a publicly available one or do you does your users need to sign in to access the content? Uh, no, it's public. It's Fantastic. Public so in that case, do you know if any... Anyone can see it. So, Sorry. Super. So do you know if any organic search traffic is being generated from your knowledge base? Uh, yes, and that is, for example, one of our big goals. Um, a lot of our traffic comes directly, but it's also organic as as well. All right, super, super. So I think we are almost to the uh, rapid fire round questions. Um, Sarah, so who have okay. you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Oh, uh, experience, definitely. And um, different forums, uh, Google. um, I actually listen to at least one podcast a day. And before that, I used to read a lot. And I still read a lot. And uh, I actually read anything that I can get my hands on. Uh, That means uh, different blogs, for example, Medium forums, including uh, Reddit and different podcasts or uh, technical writing and marketing uh, blogs. Uh, My big source of uh, knowledge is Tom Johnson. Uh, He has this amazing, I'd rather be writing blog which I read on a daily basis. And that's my go-to knowledge when I want to know more. And uh, I also um, I also read um, and follow the Write the Docs, uh, iHeart Technical Writing Blog, the Manuscript Podcast. Like there's a bunch of things that I follow and I try to read them and listen to them on a daily basis. Fantastic. So it looks like you read a lot of uh, resources. So what's the recently, can you share some names of your recently consumed uh, documentation related resource? Uh, Well, recently I've been up to developer relations. Uh, I had this amazing book that I'm uh, reading on. And also I discovered a new podcast. Well, it's not actually new. It's new for me. It's called the UI Breakfast, uh, the UI and UX design and product uh, strategy. And I've been going over some of them older uh, maybe episodes of uh, technical writing. Uh, So I'm trying to catch up. Super. That's that's nice. So so let's go to the next question. Uh, what is the one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your twenty year old self? Oh oh boy. Um, well, I will have to um, go with don't be afraid of things you don't know yet, uh, because technical writing, uh, depending on the firm you work. Or uh, there's always going to be things that you don't know, and I think that's, that that that's really normal. You're not 
uh, a developer. You're not going to know all of it, but the idea is to get to know the product, to get to know the people who work on the product and to learn and to uh, research and to read, like read, read, read a lot as much as you can. And uh, I think that um, the whole point of being a technical writer is actually learning. And uh, that leads to a different approach uh, when you write because you're not afraid to say, okay, guys, I don't know about this, but can you teach me? And that exact phrase led me to a lot of great projects. Nice. Thank you, Sarah. So I think we are almost to the end of the session. Any Anything more to add to our audience before we say bye to them? Uh, well, I would like to say thank you for inviting me. Uh, and um, the message that I would like to send out is never be afraid to learn more and to do your research. All right. Good, good. That, that's nice. So once again, it's a pleasure to have you today, Sarah, with us in this podcast series. And I wish you all the good luck for all your future projects and uh, take care. Thank you so much. It was really nice uh, to, to talk to you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.